Hey, it's JD, and it's the last Thursday in November, which means this is the last pre-roll you're going to get, where I make an appeal to you to um, contribute to the cause. The cause being, of course, my fat wallet. So in the spirit of the American Thanksgiving holiday, I am thanking you all for listening and asking you to give. <laughs> so if you would consider doing so, that would be great. What am I asking exactly? Well, I'm looking for a contribution of $3 a month and I make it really easy. You just go to meetingmalchemist.com, click on support the show and or sponsor the show and make a reoccurring, uh, click on the reoccurring thing, make it three bucks. You don't have to do any more than that. Uh, if you do three bucks, you get access to bonus content that I'm building out. Uh, it consists of B-sides that you've asked me to cover that are on the expanded copies and um, other stuff that I get access to. I'll also try and do some fun episodes along the way. And of course, we've got uh, our calls with Dan from Toronto. So a lot of fun stuff there. And I will also make a promise to include uncut interviews when and if I get them with any of the guys in the band or any anybody that's um, interesting pavement-wise. So one more time, I'm looking for three bucks a month. It's not a whole lot. And it means a lot to me collectively. So far, we're doing very well. I'm pretty impressed with uh, how we're doing. But I think we can do better. There are a lot of listeners of the show. And I think a lot of you wouldn't mind the bonus content. So there's that. Talk to you later. Thanks again. Let's do the show. Welcome to Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast. Hey, it's JD here. Back for another week. Uncool and underqualified as always. Peeling the onion that is pavement's oeuvre. Looking for, I don't know, layers. Things that will fall out when we shake them. And hoping to find a way to someday perhaps meet Malcolmus. So there's that. It is a dreary autumn day here in Toronto. And the sky is gray. The trees are bare. But there's no snow. So that's a good thing. I have no letters to check in on this week. Did get some interesting tweets and a review on iTunes that left me staggering. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, I have a thin skin, I suppose. But uh, I'm going to toughen up and hopefully not worry as much about what um, people think if it's negative. I'm just doing this. I'm not a musicologist. I'm not uh, a pavement expert. Like I said, I'm underqualified to be doing a project of this magnitude. Yet here I am 
doing it, driving the bus. Hop on and let's go for a ride. Today we are talking about a Segway song. Now that's not to diminish the track in any way whatsoever. We're talking about Newark Wilder. But coming off of Cut Your Hair and leading into Unfair is a difficult task. Lucky for us, the boys are up to this task and I think they deliver, you know, an exceptional, an exceptional track based on the bookends that they are up against from a sequencing standpoint. Newark Wilder is one of the first examples on this record of a song that I don't think Gary Young's pavement could have been a part of. Gary, as you'll recall, was a drummer before Steve West. And you'll know from listening to this podcast that I was a pretty big fan of his, um, particularly hit the sound uh, that he got from miking the way he miked his drums. But he also had a freneticness, a tribal sort of vibe that you've heard me mention over and over again, you know, especially on some of those Tom runs. It's um, the deft hand of Steve West that almost plays more of a jazz style drum on this, the track that we're going to focus on this week. So it's a much more laid back. You can almost imagine it being played with brushes, but it's um, a bit more heavy than that, but not as heavy handed as something that Gary would do. So there's that. There is also hints of what's to come later in the record in this track. Um, Five minus four equals unity. There is a, a sort of laid back jazziness to this, particularly in the, um, you know, before you go into the my, 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 try, 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 try. Um, there's a, there's a jamminess, um, and a jazziness that we haven't heard out of this band at this point. And yet it's very prevalent and it sounds great, but don't take my word for it. Let's give it a listen and we'll go from there and see what we can, um, figure out lyrically about this song. I have some ideas and then I just did some reading and they had ideas on a blog that I read that I wouldn't have even considered. And yet it's sort of there in the lyrics. So put on your headphones, get the lyric sheet out if you need it. And let's listen to Newark Wilder on Meeting Malcolmist, a pavement podcast. Against you, the 
fly, 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 fly. Don't try, 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 try. It's a brand new era. It feels great. It's a brand new era, but it came too late. really nice and you see what i mean about the drum work there right at the end even on the bell of that uh, ride symbol um there is a, a just a, a soft hand a very confident soft hand playing you know something as simple as that but it really pulls the song together and if you think of where this record is going next sort of lulls you into a false sense of hmm, a false sense of relaxation before you get hit in the head with unfair. So there's that. Uh, again, I think it can't be understated that the rhythm section of this band at this point is doing yeoman's duty. Um, this uh, is a, you know, a tight song and it's it's no wonder that it's difficult to find you know a great live version of it because pavement wasn't known as a great tight live band they were 
played live and a lot of fun to watch. But in terms of, you know, the tightness required for some of those changes, maybe not so much. Um, that's not to say they couldn't do it. It's just, it, it's sort of against the ethos even, right? Like, hey, let's go rehearse for weeks and weeks and weeks before a tour. It just wasn't in the ethos. You'll recall earlier on, it was, it's good enough, you know, in the studio was sort of a rally cry. So there's that. Now, lyrically, when I see Newark Wilder, I immediately think of Newark, New Jersey, which instantly makes me think about Bob and Bob being a bus bus driver and a terminal manager in New York and Hoboken, which is New Jersey. And Newark and Hoboken are about 23 minutes apart. I don't know if there would be a bus that would connect them, like a city bus that would connect them or whether they were considered, you know, sort of two separate cities. But there is sort of a vibe in the first verse to me of, you know, the lane rider, somebody that is driving, you know, perhaps a bus. If this is the titular Newark Wilder, then, you know, you could see him being that lane driver and the forces against him, the rain. And I know everyone wants to put you down like a bus driver might be put down, but it falls apart from there. <laughs> my, my theory completely blows up and becomes malcolmized at that point because I know everyone's going to put me down and I want you because I'm rushing to feel you and I won't set you down. I don't need to, I don't need to. Now this brings to, um, brings me to a blog that I was reading and they were talking that this song is about a threesome, uh, a, a couple that is together, but there's a third party involved. And you can find lyrical snippets that support that. Three of us is enough. It's the simple stuff I need. I love your tinted eyes. Crowds of people and voices and sleep uh, steeples and wedding rings. Wild are the horses and break up divorces and separate rooms from my, 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 my. So it's there if you want to go that direction but let's see what malcolmus himself had to say about newark wilder in the spin magazine that came out before crooked rain came out where he took readers through each of the songs i've been reading excerpts from that and i'll do the same for newark wilder it's listed as a creepy cabaret song that one's about car thieves and sex with three people and all those sick things. It's meant to sound depraved. I sang it totally falsetto, which is like being a woman to me. It's also quite stoned. The song switches from the car thief to a nasty, creepy cabaret. Like Mark Rape made this reference to a girl pulling a string of pearls up her crotch, something really lewd. I wouldn't want to be involved in that kind of scene. I'm on the Puritan side of the underground. 
first of all, can we say how fucking awesome it is to be on the Puritan side of the underground? That's so great. That's so Stephen Malcolmus. Uh, I can tell you that I was, you know, completely off base. And um, certainly there's nothing to support my theory of Bob being Newark Wilder. Um, it just sounds like it's a, a scene, an interesting, depraved scene, as Stephen said, where people pull strings of pearls from their crotch. Wow. Now, I want to circle back on Steve's mention that uh, it's got a stony feel to it. It does. It really does. And I don't know if it's coming through in the pod, but I listened to Newark Wilder four or five times before I started recording, and it mellowed the fuck out of me. I feel like I'm speaking very slowly this week, and uh, I have to say that it must be the the music that has sort of done that to me because I haven't I haven't you know smoked a joint or or taken an edible um, on you know that I know of <laughs> so there's that so I think it's really you know a testament to this band that you can have a banger like cut your hair that is sort of slackery and very rock and roll pop. And we're getting ready to go into another banger um, with unfair. And in between, you can have a song that can only be described as, as, you know, jazzy or trippy or stonery. That is a very great thing. And it makes the song just a wonderful, wonderful segue between those two components. So, you know, give it up to, I guess it's Scott that does the sequencing of the records. Because uh, clearly, you know, it's not like they went into a session and wrote it this way. Or maybe they did. <laughs> and if they did, fuck. Well, that's just amazing. But I don't uh, suspect that that's the case. So that's what I've got for you this week. That was Newark Wilder. Newark Wilder. I keep almost saying New York Wilder. So if it sounds like I'm saying New York, um, that's just my weird vocal affect, my Canadianness. And uh, we'll uh, do this again next week. Talk to you then. Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast, is a weekly affair. You can find the show anywhere that you find podcasts just like you did today so be a dear and rate and review the show if you want to connect email me at jd at meetingmalchemist.com i'm also on facebook twitter and instagram check it out i'm so social